All right, welcome. David Levin here, Raise Your Inner Game Today, Mental Game Monday Post for Monday, May 10th, 2021. So, what are the little things that lifted me up and pulled me down this week? And again, the point always is to start to see these small things, to start to see the actual functioning of your inner game, because that's what gives you the ability to start to control it. When you see the things that pull you down, you can start to recognize them. You see the mechanism. You can start to come up with your own ideas and strategies for how to avoid them, minimize them, things like that. When you see the things that lift you up, it also tells you a ton about how things work. And depending on what they are, you can be more intentional about choosing to do them. For example, last week I talked about uh, how just great it was to go outside and play badminton with my family. That's a fairly easy thing to decide to do, right? You can put it on your calendar. You can say, hey, one day a week, as a family, let's play some games. Let's try it, you know? So that's the idea. Again, the more you see these little things, this is where the inner game is played. It's where it's won or lost. These little inner moments and the things that trigger us, both positively and negatively. So, they, you know, they look like the smallest little things. They don't matter, blah, blah, blah. But they do. And... They matter in and of themselves, and the lessons we learned from observing them and engaging with them are even more important. All right, so what are my little things for this week? Here's one. I'm a little bit huffy-puffy, and it has to do with what the new one is. I finally did a little exercise, and I mean a little. It is not necessarily much to be proud of. <laughs> little pull-ups, push-ups, sit-ups, little over-shoulder press. Also, I do a little stuff working out my foot on a little ball. When I do it, it takes me less than five minutes. Why wouldn't I do it? That's a good question. But I'll tell you, it has been six weeks since I did. I just can't even believe it's been that long. It's probably been a week since I've been saying, oh, I'm going to do it today. And didn't do it and didn't do it and didn't do it. And by the way, my tracking sheet, if you've been through the book or the training, you know what I'm talking about. Uh, what am I trying to say? The tracking sheet is what makes getting back on track possible for me. If I were just, if I were not paying attention, if I were not monitoring these things that indicate whether I'm on track or off, I would just forget. I would just say, ah, yeah, never mind. Or I wouldn't even think about it. But this sheet where I actually keep a daily record of these handful of things that are sort of markers for my inner game. That's what keeps me back on. And that's, oh my gosh, it's so important. I'm so thankful for it. Anyway, today, for the first time in six weeks, I did my little five-minute calisthenics. <laughs> you know, there are a ton of reasons why I wasn't doing it, I guess, if you want to find reasons. Um, but the bottom line is, uh, I can't think of a reason not to right now other than momentum. So I finally did it, and it feels great. And this is a classic illustration of what I say with all of these. Um, there's two levels to it. The thing itself feels great. It feels great to exercise, right? It just does. It perks you up. You feel stronger. But there's the inner game aspect of it. It feels great to have done it. And when you don't do it, it feels bad to have not done it. Because even though we don't pay attention to these things, we don't think in these terms until we've had this training, we know the real reason why in every one of those little moments when we think, oh, I'm going to do this, and then you don't do it. And then tomorrow you think, yeah, I'm going to do it today, and then you don't do it. We know what happens in every one of those little moments where we're faced with that choice. I could do it right this instant, but I don't. 
There's a little battle that goes on internally, and every time we don't do it, it's because we lost that battle. We gave in. And it has an emotional, psychic weight on us. It makes us feel worse about ourselves. So there's this double benefit when we do these little things that we said we would do. The thing themselves feel good, feels better for having done them, and even more powerful is the inner win that comes from having overcome the resistance against it. So anyway, I did my little exercise today. Good for me. <laughs> I get a market on my sheet. I get to feel like I'm back on track, even just for this day. And here's a related one. Um, I said I have a suite of things that I follow. One of them is this little bit of exercise. Another one is kind of getting outside, some cardio. Another one is how I'm doing with my appetite, controlling my my uh, the amount and the kind, and desserts and all that. And I've been just terrible with that. It's been about six weeks, about as long as I've been off the exercise. And realistically, you'd almost say it's been this year, really. And uh, so one of the things I try and do is to keep my dessert just not six days a week, no dessert. Saturday, I can have some. It's sort of a cheat day model from Tim Ferriss. And I've just been off it. Every day, I've got something. To the point that I sit down at the end of the day and I think, I'm at the end of dinner and I think, oh, no, no, no dessert today, no problem. And then hour later, I'm like, oh, no, I got to have something. And it really feels like I have to have something. That's the strangest thing. When you get into sort of an addictive pattern, the pull to do something like this is really hard to overcome. But just like I had the oomph today, if you will, my scientific word, to finally do my little five minutes of exercise, I've also committed to myself this week. <laughs> oh my gosh, it sounds like such a big deal. I'm not going to have dessert any day until Friday, Saturday this week. Well, we'll see how it goes. But I put the commitment on my calendar. Every day I've got a little, little reminder to myself. And I'm going to do that. And I haven't even done it yet today because I haven't got to the end of the day. But I can already feel the uplift that comes from making the commitment. I know I can do it. I've done it so many times in the past. So it's funny, I even have to frame it like that. I even have to say, I know I can, as if maybe I would be convinced that I couldn't. The internal arguments about something like that, the pull, like I said, to do it, to have that dessert, it is so powerful and persuasive and sneaky and, oh my goodness. But once you stand up to it and you say, no, shut up. I'm not having dessert. It's not that big a thing. It's so much easier than you expect, so... Anyway, <laughs> hopefully this time next week, I'll be able to say, yeah, that was a good week for that. All right, so those are a couple of big things. A little bit of exercise there and uh, getting, or at least committing to get back on track with no desserts for this one week. We'll see how it goes. I'm feeling pretty good about it, but I'm really excited about them. So it's, they're illustrations of both the gravity and the level four trigger. The drag gravity's been very strong with me lately, as you can tell. If I haven't done those things for six weeks, just think about how much pull that's been exerting over me. But now today, I'm back on at least uh, for a little bit. So we'll see how that goes. All right, another gravity item. This is sort of a funny one, I, th I think. So I had a, I was supposed to do a little volunteering thing at our school the other day supposed to show up and do some video for a, an event of some kind. And I was supposed to get there at 1230 to set up. I think it was going to start at one o'clock. So I get there at 1230 and nobody else is there or the other person that's supposed to be there with me. They're not there. And now we're texting back and forth and they're running late. Long story short, 
12.58, the gear shows up that I need to get set up. I don't really have time to set it up. It's awkward. It's uncomfortable. And also, they were gonna, I was just going to set it up for them, and they were going to stay. But they couldn't do it at the last minute. So now I'm there for the whole event. So it's another hour and a half, two hours. When I hadn't planned for that, that hadn't been the uh, agreement. So I was surprisingly crabby about the whole thing. And so here's where the story comes in. Okay, so that's the gravity. The gravity in me emotionally is I am feeling sorry for myself, right? I'm, I'm kind of mad. I'm crabby. Uh, I, I'm, yeah, I'm in a bad state. I'm not up where I want to be. I'm not fully present with the other things. It was a beautiful day out there. And this was a, a play being put on by the eighth grade at our school. I mean, it's a beautiful thing to get a chance to see, especially since we haven't seen any of that for like a year, right? I mean, there was plenty of reason for me to sit there and go, oh, this is great. I'm so glad to have had this chance. And I was able to poke through and feel that a couple moments. But you can see how this illustrates this idea of gravity pulling us away from being present and at our best. So this emotional upset I was having, which was, by the way, all inside my head, right? The reality was, it was 1 o'clock, 1.15, I'm sitting there and watching this play. The only way that was the struggle was in my own mind versus my expectation for what was going to happen. So that's ah, it's hard to articulate that well. But that was weighing on me for a little bit, and I was working, I was struggling with it. Like, so for example, if I had gone to another meeting, if I'd had a phone call scheduled, uh, an important meeting, a sales meeting, or something where I really had to connect and be present, or even just like a, you know, problem solving at a high level, and I'm sitting there in that meeting, and rather than really being there and being alert and present and responsive in the moment, if I'm still feeling pissy and angry about this other thing, that is pulling me down, right? That is hurting my effectiveness. So you can see that. I'm sure you can see that. But there's one more observation I want to make. I touched on it for a second. It's a little hard to articulate, but every once in a while when I see this, it just lights me up with the power of it. So I'm going to see what I can do here. So take me back to that moment. I'm sitting there watching the play. And if I'm not, you know, off in my head and my emotions being upset about this and replaying the story about what, you know, how poorly treated I was, how unfair all this is. If I can set all that aside and just be there, everything's great, right? Everything's great. It's a beautiful day. I'm enjoying, it's a, it's a wonderful experience I'm having and I'm observing. It's all good. And then all of a sudden, it's not again. But why? Why is it, why do I get into a negative state again? It's because that voice in your head brings it up again. It says, oh, hey, remember that thing that just happened? Remember how bad they treated you? And all of a sudden I'm pissed again, right? That's the mechanics of it. But the real, the, the killer observation here is that there's really nothing wrong. Most of the time, the things that are wrong in our, in our world, in our life, in the moment, are all things that are happening inside our head and in our emotions, they're not really wrong. There's nothing actually wrong that's happening in that moment. It's just what we're thinking and what we're feeling. And again, so here's the point. We're not thinking and feeling things until that other guy brings them up. So the real problem, <laughs> okay, I'm going to see if you can click into this. 
the real problem isn't so this again this instance the story was they were late right and i had to stay there when i wasn't expecting to but that's not the real problem the real problem is simply the guy who brings it up next time something else goes wrong it's going to look like it's that thing Something else happened. Something else went wrong. Something else you're frustrated about. And you're going to think, well, here's another example of something that I'm upset about. But again, if you click up a level, the problem isn't that thing. It's the guy, the guy inside you that keeps bringing that stuff up. That's the common denominator. That is the actual source of the things that pull you off track. It's not what happened because that happens and then it's over. It's, it's that there's that guy there that keeps reminding you of all these things that upset you. <laughs> I know it sounds kind of crazy, but the more experiences you have of seeing this, this is what got me off on this whole thing in the first place. My story from the book where I was trying to lose some weight and I had been struggling with one thing, the Coke Zero, and I finally broke that. And all of a sudden I find myself sort of addicted to weighing myself. It's exactly what it was. I just made that link. I was like, oh, crap. There was the guy telling me to have a Coke. And now that I've broken that, the guy is telling me to weigh myself. So the common denominator is the guy. It's those thoughts that come from inside our head that are the real source of our problem. And why is that important? Why do I make such a big thing out of it? Because when you realize that, when you realize it's not the things that are bothering you that are the real problem, it's the source of the thing that's reminding you of those things. Now you've got your attention pointed to a different place. You've got your attention pointed to the guy. And it just turns out, and you'll experience this as soon as you start to do it. Once you point your attention there, your efforts to control it work. Once you really see the guy and you can turn to him and say, cut it out, I see what you're doing, it stops. When you are looking at the thing he's talking about, when I'm looking at, uh, you know, the person was late and now I'm stuck here, that doesn't go away. It, it's, not, it's not a real thing for me to shoot at or when I look at the, the Coke or trying to weigh myself. Those things are like vapor. I look at them. And they just keep coming up. They keep coming up. They keep coming up. I don't have any control over them. My efforts to get my thoughts back don't work. But when I turn my attention to the fact that the guy is bringing those up, it just does work. That's the thing. I can't even tell you exactly why, but it does. And that's why it's so powerful and important. Wow, that was a long one. But I, uh, I was reminded of it from my story with uh, that thing at school. It just brought it up for me again. And I thought, oh, I got to talk about that. Again, just to say it one more time. I was sitting there. This thing had happened. Sorry about that. This thing had happened. And I was upset about it. And then I would set it aside. And I'd be there. I'd be there present in a moment, enjoying what was going on in front of me. And then it would come up again. And I'd be upset again. And after a few rounds of that, because I'm used to this, I'm like, oh, right, hang on. So then I turned to the guy and I said, okay, just shut up. Just cut it out. It's enough. Up until then, I kept running that script again. I was like, oh, you're right. Damn. How could they do that? I'm so unhappy about this. I so don't want to be here. But then I realized, I, I saw again, oh, it's the guy. It's the man behind the curtain pushing that button. All right, never mind. 
I shut that off, and now I get control back. Now I can actually be present and set that upset, uh, upset aside. So that's the, that's the uh, powerful insight that unlocks everything else in your inner game to really get super clear what's actually happening when you get pulled down and off track and all those kind of things. All right. Wow, that was a long one. I hope that made some sense to you. I don't know if I expect a single little story like that, especially one as rambling as mine would really do it. But I'll tell you what, when you click into that, it is liberation like like you can't even imagine really. So, And, and once you've even clicked into it once, you, you can tell this in my story. I know this already, right? I wrote the book about it years and years ago. But you need reminders, right? Especially if you've been off track for a while, even being reminded of it again. It's really empowering. It's really lovely. All right, I'm going to close with a much smaller thing. Okay, very, very small thing. <laughs> okay, not maybe this is a little bit bigger than small. Oh, here's a good one. I forgot. I'm looking at my list here. Craziest thing a few days ago. Um, all of a sudden, it's like my jaw was like dislocated. It wasn't really dislocated. I don't mean to say that. It felt like it was. It's like usually I have a pretty, you know, um, a clear, like if I bite down, I get a pretty good sharp sound with my teeth lining up properly and just you know it's a satisfying sort of a click all of a sudden my jaw was like off it felt like it was like a quarter inch off to the left and it hurt oh my gosh it kept me up through the night it was so painful the whole next day I couldn't even open my mouth enough to get like a little slice of banana in there it was just crazy painful and I was like what in the world it really felt like it had been dislocated um, I, I still don't know what happened. Fortunately, my wife's a doctor. She said, okay, ibuprofen, pretty heavy dose for a couple of days. It's probably a swollen. It'll go back. So the first day was just crazy. And then second day was a little bit better. Third day, a little better. And after about four, four or five days, totally back to normal. No idea what happened. Why am I mentioning that? I talk a lot with these, these, uh, these gravity triggers. They're primarily mental because that's the ones that we really struggle with a lot and have the hardest time seeing, emotional, um, even more powerful, really. But they tend to come and go, whereas the mental stuff is kind of common. Physical distractions, physical gravity triggers really have the most power over us. And this is a perfect example. You just think, you got this terrible jaw pain. You can't eat right. You can't even move your head right. It's distracting, right? It just, it weighs you down. It's hard to be chipper. And it's hard to think because you're distracted by it all the time. It's classic gravity trigger. So that's kind of just kind of fun to mention. I'm happy to mention it because it's done now, but it was an interesting example. And then on the positive side, this is a nice one. This is sort of COVID, but COVID related. Just the, uh, few, four or five days ago. We were able to, our, I mentioned last week our son had his 16th birthday. We finally got a chance to get together and have his birthday dinner. We have some close family in town here. Our closest family isn't here in town. And we just, it's the simplest thing. We just got together for a dinner to celebrate his birthday. It's no big deal, but it was so nice. Number one, it's been so rare this last year to just be with other people in different kind of ways. And it was just lovely. It just lit me up. It just reminded, you know, you feel like you're, you're sort of connected to things and you're, I don't know, I can't even hardly articulate it. Life just feels sunnier 
and brighter and more enjoyable and fulfilling when you can get together like that. I was just so happy to be able to do that. All right, well, that's a lot of stuff this week. I think that's probably more than I needed to say, but hey, you never know. We're winging it. All right, I hope you find some of that helpful. My goodness, let me know, you know. I mean, I could do something different than these. I don't even need to do them. It just occurred to me it might be helpful for a while at least. And, uh, and we'll keep going for the time being. All right, have a great week. I am going to try and be good about my desserts and exercise this week, and I will report in next week. All right, talk to you then.